genre. podcast we review discuss and recap every episode of doctor who one doctor at a time i'm scott corelli i'm nick Jimenez, and i'm cassandra fredrickson and today on the show we'll be discussing victory of the daleks the 11th doctor's third story uh and we will also be discussing the trailer for the christmas special the return of dr mysterio but we're going to do that at the end so Stay tuned through our Victory of the Daleks discussion, and then we'll talk about that trailer. So first off, a little bit of background on Victory of the Daleks. This is actually <laughs> Mark Gatiss's first story since uh, The Idiot Box, uh, Idiot's Lantern. Um, and uh, this is actually his first story since then. Uh, he actually wrote a story called The Suicide Exhibit. Exhibition? Suicide Exhibition. Okay. Um, the Suicide Exhibition, which was a Blitz set adventure that was going to be in uh, Series 4, but was eventually replaced with the Fires of Pompeii. Uh, Gatiss, who was working with Moffat on Sherlock at this point, uh, was, you know, buddy-buddy with him, and so Moffat offered him the Dalek story uh, because, you know, he wanted to do a Blitz set story and Daleks and he's always wanted to do a Dalek story set during the Second World War because the Nazis were a big inspiration for the creation of the Daleks. And so it just makes sense. Um, and it's also kind of a love letter to the power of the Daleks, uh, which is why. The episode, the- not like the concept. Right, which is why the Daleks say, I am your soldier, because it's a callback to saying, I am your servant in Power of the Daleks, uh, which is a story that we talked about a while back. Yeah. And and now has an animated version. So. Which none of us saw. Well, I, I, saw, I saw a bunch of it. Oh, how was it? It's good. It's nice. been colorized now, too. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a black – the black and white version is the version they sell. But BBC America, uh, when they air it, they air it in color, I guess, because no one's going to watch what? it. What? Americans. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It looks weird in, in color because those characters in that world is not supposed to be seen in color. So it's a little weird. But you can find like um, – you can find like on the all the episodes on their website and stuff. Uh, so anyway – uh, the that is not the biggest uh, notable thing, of course, from this story. Uh, the biggest notable thing, well, two big notable things. So first of all, <laughs> this is just hilarious. Okay, so as we talked about in the previous stories, um, 
Russell T. Davies had decided to do a historical figure in the past as the third story of the season. And then that sort of became an annual tradition with every season of his show. He kind of used that same blueprint. When Moffat took over the show, he was afraid that he was going to screw it up, which is <laughs> funny hard to think about what now. happens later. Uh, but with ser- Series 5, he wanted the transition to go as smoothly as possible. Oh, I'm so, so nervous. So he, <laughs> so he took Russell T. Davies' blueprint and used it for Series 5. This freaking blueprint. This, that, this freaking yeah. blueprint that finally goes away in series six and then everything falls apart as a result. Yeah. So maybe that <laughs> blueprint had some merit. Let's not make fun of the blueprint. You know what? I'm just saying when uh, when Homeboy from Broadchurch shakes over, maybe bring the blueprint back. I don't know. Yeah, maybe go back to the blueprint. Uh, it's like back to the drawing board, but you don't have to draw much because there's a blueprint. Right. Yeah. So um, maybe episode three, the doctor will meet like Andy Warhol or something. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, that Eleven didn't meet Warhol. That seems like an Eleven thing to do. I'm surprised Matt Smith has never played Andy Warhol. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The cheekbones. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. so he's using this blueprint in uh, in in ser- series five, which is also the blueprint also uh, contains an element that is hinted at throughout the season, only to be brought together in the finale. Um, you know, with that being Bad Wolf in series one, and Torchwood in series three, and Saxton in series three, and uh, whatever the hell Rose is doing in series four, and then. Series five is the crack in the wall. So you can see the blueprint at work in series five. And really, I think it's probably most successful in series five because it's a transition. Mm -hmm. And so you get this new voice in a familiar mold. Oh, true. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it works the best here. All the Um, voices of the blueprint. Right, which is really great. And then you get to series six and then, you know, all hell breaks loose and, and we end that season on the worst episode Doctor Who has ever done. So there's that. Um, we'll get oh, to talk about six. that story eventually. Yay. Yay. Just what yeah. I've always wanted. I'm not going to yay. <laughs> okay, uh, so, so there's that. And then the other, the other big thing, you know, the thing that this story is probably most notable for is redesigning the Daleks, uh, which they needed to make them bigger and taller to look more imposing next to, uh, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan, who are both much taller than, uh, David Tennant and his companions. Really? How tall is David Tennant? I thought they were I, the same height. I have no idea, but they're, they're not. David Tennant's shorter. Really? That yeah. that that literally ruptures my whole universe. Imagining Matt Smith being taller than David Tennant. Well, because because look at Matt Smith next to Karen Gillan, and Karen Gillan is really tall. Well, Karen, yeah, yeah, Karen Gillan's like nine feet tall, but like, well, I know, but look <laughs> at him next to her. Hold They're on. like the same height. I'm gonna Google David Tennant's height real quick. Yeah, and he's six one. So how tall is Matt Smith? Matt Smith is six foot. Oh, they are the same height. Well, then what's the problem with the Daleks? Maybe the Daleks were designed after Eccleston? How old is Axel- how, how tall is Axelson? 
Okay, here play. we go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Google. Okay. So when I Googled it still David says Tennant, this. So David Tennant is six one. Yeah. Christopher Christopher Eccleston is six zero. Matt Smith is six zero, and for some reason it tells me that Chris and Ritter is five nine. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> that was just included in the information. Oh, probably because of Jessica okay. Jones. Oh, that makes sense. Uh-huh. So then, but okay, so then maybe it was based off of Billy Piper's height. Look, the, if we're going to try like the, and the point is, the point is, they needed to redesign it so that Karen Gillan could look the Dalek in the eye, which is no easy task, right? Huh. So when they, it, not when it's tall, not when it's short, because she's so much taller than Billy Piper. Mm-hmm. I thought I, it says that the doctor's the doctor's height had something to do with it too, but that might be a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they needed to redo it, so they went to Peter Cushing's Doctor Who movie and the Daleks there are really colorful. So they gave the, they, they made the Daleks larger, gave them like color coding so that there's the white Supreme Dalek, the red drone Dalek, the orange scientist Dalek, the blue strategist Dalek and the yellow eternal Dalek, which Moffat gave the name for and was going to think up why it's called that later and was hoping to come up with a cool Dalek story for that. Spoilers that never happened. Spoilers that never happened. I thought they just um, rebranded the Daleks because they didn't want to use the old Russell T ones and they wanted more toys. Nope. Oh. It was the height thing. It was a practicality thing. Well, that's a, a little better, I guess. They yeah, also never got to uh, the purple Dalek who would have been um, the Mary Dalek. <laughs> He would have always um, had like a flagon of wine attached to its stock. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so when the, when the, that, that's the thing. And they wrote Zounds. that, they wrote the concept into the story, which was that Kieran Gillen is so much taller than the Daleks. They're not imposing. So they had Amy not take the Daleks seriously at all. Which, um, who would? As, yeah, as part of the, as part of the story. So, but she doesn't even look the new Daleks in the eye. I guess the plan was that they, she would. I don't know. I mean, look, what? I'm just telling you no, what no, the background I- is. I'm I not. Mean- I don't. I don't. I mean, look, I'm not making the decisions. I'm just saying what this is, what they were, and why. Yeah. Do you remember? How, These were the justification. Do you remember how hyped these these multicolored Daleks were back in 2010? No, and that's the thing that I was going to get at. Everyone hated them. Yeah. Well, I mean, like um, prior to them coming out, but like I remember, it was like, oh, you're oh, the Daleks. no. Even when they came out, everyone hated them because everyone called them the Mighty Morphin Power Daleks. Yeah. Yeah. Or the or the, the Dalek Daleks. Rangers. I meant. <laughs> I mean, I I think you're misunderstood. I meant hyped from the creative team. Like, not the fans. Oh. Like, I just yeah. remember Moffat and everyone being like, oh, my God, when you see the, what we're doing with the Daleks, it's going to, like, change everything. And, like. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with them, and they went back to the old design. Is yeah, this we the literally first... never see. Oh, sorry. Is is this the first no, I... instance of, like, the creative team hyping an episode and then it being, like, really awful for some reason? Like, because they did it with like the the pirates episode, and yeah, it might have been. They, I think they mostly. I think they mostly hyped the Daleks, though. 
Because this true. was supposed to be like a new era for the Daleks. Yeah. Right. Like kids everywhere were going to know like, oh, the white one is the bright power one and the yellow one's the eternal. <laughs> right. I am the eternal Dalek. I'm yellow. I, I honestly, Look I, I, stars. the thing, my, my problem isn't the colors. The colors don't bother me. I just think that they're ugly Daleks. Like they, they're not shaped right. They have like, like the back of them. Quit body like, shaming the Daleks, bro. The back of them <laughs> is shaped weird. Like Hold they're on. like they like stick out. Yeah, gonna, they're they're chunkier. I'm gonna Google yeah. So I can I, I can't really get a picture of them in my head. They're really du- they're really bad looking. They're um, really clunky. And they they're look- like I don't know. They're not as they're- streamlined as the original ones, which is saying a lot because the original <laughs> ones are like you know garbage cans with the plunger. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't mind the color scheme at all. I think. I think if the if the Daleks had looked better and had still had the same color scheme, I don't think anyone would have had a problem with it because I do like the idea of like adding sort of like a hierarchy to the Daleks and yeah. st- like I I think that's cool and I wish they would have leaned into it because it's a really cool idea that they just dropped completely. Yeah. Well, I mean they, need- they kind of they kind of do that with um classic Daleks too. Like I know we haven't seen a lot of classic Dalek stories, but the one that I'm thinking of is the seven, the seventh Doctor one, where they have like right. the white and gold ones. Right. And I don't know. I don't have a problem with those, but they just spray painted the old ones white and gold. So that's why, it, like, well, <laughs> but but and the other the other difference too, I think, is that in that case, those Daleks had been around a while, and these are supposed to be fresh off the assembly line. Right. And so they're like shiny and new and people are like, oh, this they look so stupid because they they're like they look like plastic. They look like they came out of the Apple store. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> they they literally did. I mean, they they like came out of the Dalek Apple store. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the part of the story. I don't know. You know what they kind of remind me of? They kind of the color, the, the, the color Daleks, which I really wish I could come up with a different thing to call them. But um, they. <laughs> They sort of remind me of the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> like, it comes out and it's like, Go I'm, on. <laughs> I'm the Spinosaurus, I'm the new thing, look at my spine. Yo, you like the T-Rex? You think that T-Rex was cool? I'm going to eat it, I'm going to kill it. And like, it was like the Spinosaurus was on all of the toys, all of the magazine covers for Jurassic Park 3. They really wanted you to be like, no. The T-Rex is over. Now it's the Spinosaurus. And, you know, guess who was in, in Jurassic World? You know, the Spinosaurus. <laughs> it's not a real dinosaur, right? Yeah, I think it was a real dinosaur. Is it? I mean, yeah. neither, Spinosaurus? Is a, neither is a Brontosaurus, but there's some of those in there. No, they brought that back. They're real again. Oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah they're um, real again. Triceratopses weren't real, though, right? Yeah, no, they are. Okay. Triceratops are real. Okay, dinosaurs are weird. <laughs> yeah, they are. I but mean, the, they're all birds. Yeah, so. the Indominus Rex, though, totes wasn't real. Yeah, definitely not real. Yeah, you know, you know what? That's what needs to happen. It wasn't even real in the movie that it was real in. <laughs> no, yeah. So. That what if what if that's the next step? What if they try to make the Indominus Rex of Daleks? <laughs> they're like, well, all right, backtrack, backtrack. Okay, look, colors did not work. 
Colors not work. Colors bad. <laughs> make bigger, make angrier, white, Dalek. Mush together, make all things one. And oh my god, imagine a Dalek imagine a Dalek with cloaking powers. That would be yeah, so scary. Like invisible and they just like whoop. Tee hee. <laughs> my god. You can't see me. It does like the John Cena hand thing with his stock. <laughs> can't see me. <sighs> <laughs> Every time the Daleks showed up on the bridge of a ship, they played the John Cena intro music. Oh my god. Hello, we're back. Oh man. All right. So Okay, so it's World War II. It, it's the height of the London Blitz. The pensive children have been sent away. Uh, <laughs> for context. Um, and uh, Winston Churchill summons the doctor. We saw this at the end of The Beast Below. Uh, summons the doctor to come assist because the doctor and Winston Churchill are old friends. And uh, yes, but much to the doctor's... Um, amazement and later uh outrage the daleks have actually joined the allied forces and they're mm-hmm. serving tea but, but they're called iron hides and um they've been iron uh, oh, iron 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 hide is a transformer um, <laughs> iron, iron side is the uh wasn't there like a show called iron side about a dude in a wheelchair like he was like it was oh, like yeah, uh, he was like a detective yeah, it was like house or castle. Yeah, it was called Ironside. He was in a wheelchair. Yeah, I'm angry and wheelchair. Yeah, it lasted like four episodes and got canceled. Oh, yeah. So because it was called Ironside. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, about a about a a dick in a wheelchair solving crime." Dick in a wheelchair would be an amazing title for a show. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I um I when they tried doing dick solving crime, but it was with uh 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 Dw- Dwight from the office. Right. I'm glad that subgenre is kind of going the way of the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of Yeah, I guess it is. Well, Lucifer would probably be the last one. Right? Sherlock. That's I, guess, I guess after Lucifer, yes. they're just like, well, what do we do? We, we made the <laughs> devil solve crimes. Like, <laughs> who else can solve crimes? Who else can solve crimes? I mean, I think that's pretty much the. I think that's it, right? That's <laughs> Hitler, but he's like a sexy Hitler. <laughs> oh, God. I swear to God, if they do like Too Hitler MD real. next. Hitler MD. <laughs> Hitler MD. Welcome <laughs> to the Alt Reich. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh. so, yeah. So there's Daleks running around or wheeling around and they're adorable. They have their little med packs and they're all green. And they're like, <laughs> what do you like? Some tea? So I um give Uncle Adolf a sock in the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a mixed message. 
<laughs> Every bullet you buy is a barrel in your best guy's gun. <laughs> what? Every bond you buy is a bullet in the barrel of your best guy's gun. Okay. Okay, I guess that wasn't as much of a mixed metaphor as the other one. Oh my god. I want um, all I want all of the Captain America propaganda to be read as a Dalek from now on. That's the <laughs> Oh. Strong and brave, here to save the American way. <laughs> Daleks chanting Captain America. <laughs> just background dancers, but they're just like the Rockettes. Oh my god, they just spin on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Mm, yeah. um. uh, so, I... I will say, other than Churchill, uh, which is awful. He's no John Lithgow. No, he's not good at all. Like, this guy, I like him and stuff and other things that he's been in. What else has he been in? I don't know, lots of things. He's like a, one of those, like, that guy actors, uh. character actors. Um, his, uh, his IMDb is, like, massive. Um, but I... I think his Churchill is terrible. He doesn't sound remotely like Churchill. For some reason, he thinks – I don't think that this guy's ever heard a Churchill speech before. <laughs> and he's just seen pictures of Churchill and he's like, oh, so he smokes cigars. <laughs> and that's it. That's his whole performance. It's not good. Um, and, but other than him, I enjoyed this story a lot until – I was like, I was like, at the, I was getting toward the end. And I was like, man, why is it that I don't like this? I always remember not liking this. Oh, and is then it the, the bomb thing the happened. Bomb, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Oh, I was going to say, surely you loved um, allied bombing planes in outer space. I mean, didn't they have a, didn't they have a dumb Doctor Who reason for that? One of them, by the way, I never knew this, but. Um, Johnny Boy? Yeah, yeah, voiced by Mark Gatiss, right? Never knew that was Mark Gatiss. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Oh, really? That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's Mark Gatiss. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Um, That's cool. Kind of almost a weird kind of King Kong move, you know, like how every King Kong movie, the director of the movie always has to play the pilot that shoots down Kong. I, 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 I really – so anyway, so the bomb thing is so dumb. Uh, the bomb thing feels like a Russell T. Davies thing actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Did doesn't you know they made Winston Churchill action figures based on this episode? Probably. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at this picture right now. He looks like a bulldog. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting you. Um, so, so anyway, uh, the bomb thing is stupid. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't really, okay. So like it, it's it, Deus Ex Machina. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not thematically relevant to the story at all. Well, yeah, because like we get the feel, I thought they were going to make every time I watch this episode, cause I, I mean, I've seen this probably three or four times, but it's like years apart, you know? Uh-huh. And every time we get to this moment. It feels like they're trying to make a statement about what the doctor thinks makes you human, which is like pain and 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 loss and and trauma versus what 
Amy thinks makes you human, which is like love and happiness. But then it kind of never, it kind of fizzles out. Yeah. Um, it doesn't follow through on any of it. And it's also not like that's been an argument they've been having throughout this episode. Yeah. Right. I think what it might supposed to be is like, because he's invented by the Daleks, like, what's the one thing a Dalek can't do? It's like, you know, like, genuinely care about somebody, um, Mm -hmm. which might be what they're going for, but it's really muddled. But is yeah, it, but none of that is real, right? He doesn't have real memories because he's not a real person. Yeah, he's a right? host. Well, no, but he's like capable of those, like feeling those things. So he's, I yeah, don't know. And that makes he's a real human. boy now, I guess. I don't know. You know what's interesting, though? He was created by the impure Daleks. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's why he was able to, because we, you know, because the reason that the, uh, the proto, the, the World War II Daleks create the the mighty morphin Daleks is because they're the race has become impure, mm-hmm. right? Which also I, I thought wasn't explored nearly enough because that's an interesting con like the the concept of Daleks being like we're impure we must create new ones to kill us like that's fascinating but it's yeah it's like barely a minute. Well, okay, so I want to do something fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> I I want to think about this story from the perspective of the Daleks. Okay. So prior to this story, these Daleks, the last Daleks in existence. The last three. That's always the case with every Dalek story. One ship got away. Right. Uh, from their last encounter, which would have been. Andrew Garfield into a pig. What was their <laughs> last? Was that the. No, that was series three. Oh, okay. Uh, Journey's End, wasn't it? Were they in that? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because Davros. They, they, right, because they kill, they kill, uh, they kill the Doctor. Yeah, they, they, uh, they reference that in this episode. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I was trying to remember what the last story was, because they said our last encounter, but that was kind of like all they said. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they're the last ship. And they're like, okay, we need to make more Daleks. Only three. And so they go to the ship and they're like, hey, you've got that pure Dalek DNA that we love so much. Yeah, bro. Why don't you make some more Daleks? And they're like, well, the ship is like, well, you're part, you're made of Davros and Davros isn't Dalek technically. What? So I I can't trust that you're Dalek until you have proof that you are. Yeah. The the ship so, essentially like locked them out, like for giving the wrong yeah. password too many times. Right. So then the Daleks are like, okay, well, we need proof how do we prove <laughs> that we're Daleks? So how can we get proof? Well, we could if if the doctor said we were Daleks, use your thumb. Then <laughs> the doctor said we were Daleks. Then the ship would be like, oh well, if the doctor says it, then it must be true. <laughs> well, how can we get the doctor to claim that we're Daleks? Well, we could go to Earth, and he would come investigate. Well, but he would just fight us. 
and we would lose because we're dumb Daleks and he's the doctor. So we're going to pretend to be good, but no one's going to pretend that we're good unless if we're coming out of nowhere. So we need someone to quote unquote invent us (laughs) so that we can pretend that we're the fat, stupid robots (laughs) that we really are inside. (laughs) So that – and make enough of a scene that the doctor – comes and checks it out and then gets we'll really him, upset we'll make him beats us mad. up beats us up <laughs> and says out loud I am the doctor you are the Daleks testimony <laughs> testimony I just imagine I just think that Dalek was just like oh my god oh my god he said the thing <laughs> it would be like you can't like, say that on television <laughs> It's like the it's like it's it's like the equivalent of when you go see a movie and they say the title of the movie yeah. in the movie. They get, they get so, but they like get so times excited. a thousand. Yeah. Because who knows how long they've been waiting for this moment. It's and he didn't just he didn't just like say something that they were like, well, maybe this will work. No, he said exactly what they needed him to. Oh my god, it worked. Steve, it worked. <laughs> Eight years. Eight years in the bunker. It worked. Well, they've only been there for a few months. Oh, okay. Yeah. How well, that's they, the other thing, too. How do they make, I, I, do they make a person? I don't, know. I don't know. Robot parts. Make human out of robot parts. They called up the Cybermen and asked Cyberman. for a favor. <laughs> what? Make make human, dot. Make a human for us. <laughs> do it nice. Make it, make it look real good. Make human. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Make it Scottish. Why is he Scottish? Make it Scottish like the last doctor. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Give it love. <laughs> Give it memories. <laughs> it has to be real. Make it love. Make it a give it a girlfriend. You know, you know, make its parents dead, orphans, orphans are dramatic. Oh, humans hate love it when their parents are dead. So good at building this robot with feelings when they don't have any. I don't know. There's like one Dalek that's like key to making human is giving bad memories. Oh my god, we are the product of our traumas. (laughs) I really hate that scene where uh, where the doctor and uh, Churchill are arguing about the about how the Daleks are evil, and he's like, "No, they're my soldiers, and they're gonna kill a bunch of Germans, bunch of Krauts." And, uh, and and he's like, he's, he's he goes, "Well, then why did you call me and say you need help?" And he's like, "Well, that was a month ago. I reconsidered." And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" It's like the most awkward, bad continuity dialogue. Yeah, where. Where they they wanted to set up the episode for some reason in the previous episode, so they had him call, and then now they need a reason for why the phone yeah. call was there. And that cliffhanger was so awesome, like Winston Churchill looking, and you see the outline of a Dalek, right? Yeah. Like, oh, what's that about? Yeah, but you don't need that if no. this is what the story is. You no, know, exactly. Like like uh, like. Separately, they're interesting, but together they kind of cancel each other out. Right. 
It's like, uh, I mean, it's like that Russell T. Davies thing I was talking about in the last episode. Yeah. It's like he, he wants the cliff, he wants the cliffhanger, but he also wants the episode to be as it is. Yeah. And so he just goes with both. I could have watched an eight part miniseries of what Scott's talking about, which is just like those three Daleks, like halt and catch fire, like planning, <laughs> a, planning it all out. It's not working. <laughs> Guys, how many robot professors do you think they built before they made the one that works? Ready, Aww. Professor Ready, come look at that professor, and then like it's just like Professor 1.0, he like stands human. up and just starts spinning around in the torso and screaming. Failure, and they just have to exterminate Failure. it. Failure, kill, kill, kill it. They just like shoot. Just uh. <laughs> a montage of them building so many professors. <laughs> the doctor trying. was like wandering around the Dalek ship and he found their closet where all the dead professors oh, are. Oh, God. Not for human eyes. <laughs> just a doctor, just a Dalek writing on a chalkboard, like recipe for humans. <laughs> while, while another Dalek looks and and lifts up a mug of coffee and takes a sip. A Dalek puts out a cigarette. <laughs> I can't nod, but I agree. <laughs> Do you think that is supposed to be like a nod to um, evil of the Daleks with like the whole human factor thing? Well, I'd hope it was, I would hope that it would be that and not uh, uh, Daleks take Manhattan. Oh God. Yeah, that's true. Human must get what wants, but in different way. <laughs> Arc only meaningful if human learns. <laughs> Do another draft. <laughs> Just throws a paper at a Dalek. I mean, there had to have been a ton of frustration about getting getting the professor human enough. Make it a bomb, too. <laughs> what? Give it bombs. <laughs> also, the effect of the bomb chest is the fakest thing I've ever seen. No, he looks like Gizmo Duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. So, did the Daleks also design the color Daleks? Because that's another meeting I would love to be a fly on the wall for. <laughs> I think they just got spit out by the glowy egg thing. I want them to have designed them. Yellow <laughs> means eternal. Yellow color of eternity. <laughs> White pure. Tal there was a fourth Dalek, but he, he, he said they should make one of them green and then they're like, exterminate. <laughs> we are green, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um... Another thing this episode is responsible for are those amazing to victory posters that you see at Borders all the time. Yeah, right? we have one of those in our apartment. Yeah. I'm staring That's at so it right funny now. that you have that and then you hate this story. I don't hate this story. I like this oh, story. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. No. Oh, okay. I just hate the, the go-go Dalek Rangers. Like, oh. Yeah. What if they had done that? What if You know what would have been amazing? They come out. You know, because it's like fog. They really, they really hype it up. They're like, a new age of the Dalek begins. And then they all come out. And then they do the dance 
musical number from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> that would be incredible. That's what I want. I want a Dalek musical number. <laughs> I think we all want that. I want two Daleks doing all of La La Land. <laughs> I want to see La La Land first. Or maybe I don't. City of Stars. <laughs> um, This episode also... Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, but depending on who you ask, brought us the Jammy Dodger. Oh, true. Man, I feel stupid watching this episode now and not immediately getting that that's a cookie. Because oh, yeah. I <laughs> fell for it the first time. I'm like, oh, that yeah. was a cookie the whole time? Yeah. I've had Jammy Dodgers. They're good. I cannot. I did not. I'll, I'm not going to lie. I did not know what a Jammy Dodger was. When I watched this back in 2010, but um, I have since learned what they are, and I always think of this episode whenever I uh, see a, da- a Jammy Dodger. Oh, see, what's funny is now, like, I don't think of this episode. I think of the America two-parter in Series 6. Oh, where he goes, I, want, I, need, I, need jam- I need, like, two things with Jammy Dodgers and a Fez. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I always think of. But, uh, yeah, Jammy Dodgers, one of... One of Eleven's many repetitive quirks. Yeah. He doesn't have the Fez yet, right? No, that's... No, that, no. that comes in that's the... the uh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Big Bang. Yeah. That was Ooh, really like, funny the first time it happened. <laughs> I like that he has his uh, secondary outfit on. I like the blue better than the red. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. We're a secondary outfit household aren't we yeah i think we are (laughs) guys i want a dalek thing a dalek thing yeah i just i want something dalek-y oh like a tiny dalek yeah like a christmas ornament or a or a stuffed animal or something i don't know stuffed animal (laughs) yeah (laughs) some hug Little, little, uh, little, little squeaky toy you can bring in the bathtub with you. Yeah, Robert Dalek, you're the one. <laughs> Robert Dalek, I'm awfully fond of you. <laughs> Exterminate! Exterminate dirt! <laughs> My God! Bath time! Oh God! Good little boys take baths. Oh my god! Imagine like an imagine like Nanny McPhee, but a Dalek. <laughs> uh, so I will say um, the bunker. The bunker I really like the the bunker set, which is actually isn't a set; it's a location. Oh, sweet! Um, really? They are in an actual World War II bunker uh, that nice. they uh, they shot this in. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's normally a museum, and they got the museum to agree to let them shoot there. I am super into the um, the patriotism that you can feel in this episode. Yeah, you really do feel like this is very much like a love letter, and there's like little references to like a lot of World War II movies and like serials and stuff, and you can just feel kind of like. Gatus kind of like, yeah, Britannia, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I um yeah, so I I other than Winston Churchill, I love this story until the chest bomb happens. And you know, Bracewell is a very likable character to his credit. Yeah. I just I don't think you can love a bomb to shut down. Like I don't I don't well, that's I think, not how well, I think no. you need to learn I think you need to learn how to stop worrying and love the bomb, Scott. <laughs> Oh my god! Nailed it. Is over. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, so yeah, any any uh, closing thoughts on this one? Um, um it's fun. It's it it's it's more fun than I remember. I definitely walked away from this viewing liking it more than I remembered liking it. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I I guess it was about the same. I think I've seen this one more. I think I've just seen series five more than the other ones. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I always, I always enjoyed this one. Except for the dumb Daleks. Cause dumb. I like, (laughs) well, you'll never see them again. Yeah. You know, I liked it when the Dalek gets pushed and he does that little spin. That's always good. (laughs) See you guys.